Welcome to the Mid Podcast, where we talk about random shit, geek stuff, and wrestling. You can find us on Twitter, Spotify, and YouTube at the Mid Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Catherine, here with my co-host, Brendan. Adam Cole, baby. And today is Saturday. So, you know what that means. It's my favorite podcast day of the week. AEW. AEW Review Day. Woohoo! And boy, do we got a lot to review. Yeah. I may or may not have two pages of notes on just one promo. And it wasn't that long. No. No, it wasn't. But I made it that long. It's probably just MJF is sexy. MJF looks hot. God, what I would do to that man. (laughs) I cannot confirm or deny any of that. (laughs) So it's in there. Is what you're saying. I cannot confirm or deny any of that. It's in there. So. B-Dog. Yeah. Are you ready to get mid with our AEW review today? See. So. We're going to start off with our random news as we always do. Through the week from wrestling. Yes. So. Evidently. The Miz was asked about his less-than-seller Miz. Yeah. And he said, I don't think he wants to be me. He wants to be original, and he's doing a great job. Well, that's because MJF's better than him, and he knows it. Yeah, that's true. That's the one time you'll say that Maxwell is great. No. If it was, like, 2010 Miz, that's a different story. Because when Miz was in that feud with Cena, he was awesome. Like, the Miz is still good. But I would like to see the Miz in AEW. I could see them, too, given, like, a promo. Like, it would be the best promo ever. Yes. They're they're both very good on the bike. Very. And plus, the Miz is still good in the ring. Well, I will say he's better than PG Punk. That's your opinion. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. I can't help yours is wrong. <laughs> so, our next bit of news. It seems that Chris Jericho... Kind of threw some shade at somebody. Or should I say, some company. WWE. Probably. I mean, I wouldn't throw shade at the company that's paying me. What'd he say? He said that AEW's treatment of talent is a million times better than WWE's ever was. Because the Khan family are owners of sports teams, so they come at it from a sports standpoint. Makes sense. I get where he's coming from. Yeah, unless you're the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. I done told you the the theory behind that. He's trying to move them to London. That's why they suck. Have you not watched Major League? 
I know you want, I know. What's his dad's name? Shaw, I think. Mr. Khan wants to move them to London. We know this. Because that's why they suck. And the longer they suck, the city will eventually be like, I ain't giving you no more deals, so get the hell out. (laughs) But anyway, back to Jericho's take. Cannot disagree with him. No. Because... I see Vince, Vince approaches it as a business. And it's to make money. Yeah. And I, I think... I think Tony Khan approaches it the same way, except he was a fan. He He's and, a fan first, businessman second. Yeah. And he understands how sports is supposed to work, given that, you know, his family owns a football team and a soccer team. Yeah. So I think that's... they own two football teams if you want to get technical. Or they own two soccer teams. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. Sometimes children should be seen and not heard. Just throwing it out there. We're reaching every region. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think this is going to hurt Jericho's chances of getting in the WWE's Hall of Fame? I don't think he wants in the WWE Hall of Fame. I feel like he's going to make the AEW Hall of Fame. I don't know. So, we heard yesterday that WWE has signed a multi-year deal with Disney to stream WWE in Indonesia through Disney+. Plus. Could this be a sign Disney's going to buy WWE altogether? Yeah. Yeah. It's starting. It's going to be the downfall. I mean, they've been on a downfall, but this is, like, the tip of the iceberg. Um, I can kind of see the writing on the wall. Could be. It's there. Vince wants to sell. And if they do sell to Disney, Triple H is gone forever. Never coming back. Not looking back. Who doesn't want to battle for the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse World Championship? Hmm. Goofy. The Goofy Tag Team Belts. So, next interesting part of news this week. You know how WWE released Jeff Hardy? Yeah. And then kind of slandered him? Yeah, because they're a bunch of a-holes. Well, the head of talent relations, John Laronitis, contacted Jeff Hardy trying to get him to come back to WWE and offered him a 2022 Hall of Fame induction spot. Ooh. That is how desperate... No, let me rephrase that. They're not desperate. That is how afraid they are that Jeff is going to join AEW and AEW is going to reunite the Hardy Boys and they're going to be as good as they were in WWE. I think the Hardy Boys are good. Oh, that's going to be a good match. The Hardy Boys versus Jurassic Express. FTR. FTR. Lucha Bros. The Young Bucks. Yeah. What do you think Jeff Hardy said to John Laurinaitis? Fuck no. Probably. He did turn him down. 
and oops, his non-complete uh, his non-compete clause runs out March 9th. When's the revolution? That's March 5th, I think. March 6th. So he could show up, sit in the audience, support his brother. Yeah. He does that? He's not violating his clause? No. So, wait. Oh, the night will be a Tuesday. He'd show up on Dynamite the next night. Yeah. On the 10th? Yeah. But I will say, WWE got some damn balls. You fire the motherfucker, say that, you know, you fired him because he wouldn't do what you wanted, and go out there and say he needed to go to rehab when he wasn't having the problem, according to him and his brother. And then you're begging the motherfucker to come back. I would have told him to pay on sand, too. <laughs> but they're desperate. I just wanted your thought on that. And I think they're trying to do, once Gargano has his kid, I think they're going to try and do the same thing. So, you want to hear some rating news? Sure. How many viewers do you think AEW got for Dynamite? This week? This week. 1.1 million. Yep. Nice. Yep. They're growing. Yep. And we get MJF and Punk maybe in that street? Uh, 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 we're not talking about that. Well, too Wait, bad. Ah. Too bad. Ah. The viewing yeah. are going to grow. No, 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 no. I'm using it for the views. No, we're not talking about that yet. <laughs> well, too bad we are. We're going to talk about that later because <laughs> I got a lot to say. <laughs> this is just news. So, it's Royal Rumble Day. Happy Royal Rumble Day. Yay. This and WrestleMania are probably the biggest two pay-per-views WWE does. And they're probably the only two that I get excited about. Rumor is Ronda Rousey's going to show up at the Rumble. And they're going to put her on SmackDown. And they're going to set her up to fight that fucking cunt bitch whore Becky Lunch for WrestleMania. Your but thoughts? Becky is the Raw Women's Champion. But if Rousey wins the Rumble, she can fight whoever she wants, regardless of where they put her. Yeah, I guess. But shouldn't she want to go after Charlotte if she's on that said brand? You would think. I mean, Seth is going after Roman's title, and he's on Raw, so. Well, somebody put out a poll that said who should win the Women's Royal Rumble, and their choices was Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley, Ronda Rousey, and someone else. Someone else has got the highest percentage. Oof. With 32, Ronda Rousey at 26%, and Rhea Ripley at 25%, and Bianca at 17%. Bianca was fucked. She deserves a chance to get her title back. Yeah. It'll from win. that fucking cunt bitch whore, <laughs> Becky Lunch. 
that was the worst fucking thing Vince ever did was let that ginger bitch come back and take her title. In 30 seconds. In 30 fucking seconds. I like Bianca. I do too. But this seems to be a pattern with Vince McMahon. When a person of color gets a title, they only hold it for a few weeks and then they drop it. He fucked over Bianca. He fucked over Big E. Fucked over Kofi. Fucked over Kofi. And you're bitching and wondering why people are flocking to AEW. I mean, we know you're a racist bastard, Vince. Sorry. But you're paying these people. These are the the people the fans want to see. So you should be giving the fans what they want since, you know, they are kind of contributing to your uh, income to help keep your business afloat. Well, damn. Okay, that's my rant about Vince, though. Oh, real quick, before we continue. I know we slander Vince McMahon a lot, and he deserves it a lot, but... His mother passed away today, so... She was 101. Our condolences are with him. Yes. She was 101. Could you imagine living to 101? That's crazy. All the shit you would have seen. Like, she would have been a walking history book. So, what? She lived through World War One, Or, World War Two. Because if she was 101, she would She would have had to been born in 1921. Yep. So she would have seen World War II, the Korean War, communism fall, communism start. Vietnam. Vietnam. The Berlin Wall. The Berlin Well, I've seen the Berlin Wall fall down. I'm just naming history events. Yeah, she would have seen a lot. That would be fun. Go back through time and live through history as it plays out. Mm-hmm. So anyway, sorry for the rant, but we do send our condolences to Vince on losing his mother. I, yes. I don't know how it feels to lose a parent. I mean, I, both of my parents are still living, although my dad tried to kick the bucket because he wouldn't listen, go to the doctor when he first got sick and ended up with a really bad case of COVID. And they actually had to give him adrenaline to keep him alive? Well, at least he's alive and better now. That's true. But next time, motherfucker, when I tell him to go to the doctor, he better go to the doctor. Oh, yeah. But anyway, back to wrestling. So, guess who showed up on SmackDown last night? Sasha! The boss. Boss bitch is back. I like Sasha Banks. The only good thing about the women's division. (laughs) Sasha Banks. Her and Liv Morgan. I ain't really paid attention to Liv Morgan. I'll have to check her out. Well, they should have put the belt on her, but no. Have to keep it on Becky. <laughs> Becky Lynch. Liv Morgan needs to go to AEW and reform her tag team with Ruby Soho. Mm, nice. Sasha Banks also needs to go to AEW. Okay. So, guess who's been doing some training? And wants to get back in the ring. Uh, Pat McAfee. No, but we were going to talk about Pat McAfee. Yay, we love Pat McAfee. We do. Samoa Joe. Rumor has it he's been training and he wants to get back in the ring. AEW. AEW. 
AEW cannot sign everybody. AEW is fine with the roster we got right now. Yeah, but if somebody wants to come to AEW, Tony Khan isn't going to say no. It depends on if it fits his plan. He'll make it work. Yeah, it's he's fucking good at that. DK. He's good at that. <laughs> so, rumor has it they're going to set up my man Brock versus Roman Reigns for Mania for the what? 1,000th time. How excited are you for that? Uh, not at all. Okay. Now, if we got The Rock versus Roman Reigns, that would be a different story. But do you really think The Rock wants to come back into wrestling? I mean, he's making movies and making, like, shitload of money. I think this would just be, like, I don't want to say a one-time thing, but one of his, like, final matches. I, I wouldn't mind seeing a Rock versus Roman Reigns feud. I would be more excited for a Rock Roman match than I would a Brock Roman match. Or a Brock versus Rock match, and whoever wins gets to beat the shit out of Roman. Yeah, I'm yeah. for that. I like that. Or just take the B off of Brock and have a Rock versus Rock match. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. So you mentioned Pat. Yeah, we love McAfee. McAfee is doing commentating on the Rumble tonight. Hell yeah. That's probably going to be the highlight of the fucking Rumble. It's going to be the only good thing about exactly. it. Exactly. I don't know. Maybe the Lesnar-Latchley match. Yeah. I mean, I don't think... Rumor has it they're going to let Bobby win, and then they're going to put Brock in the Royal Rumble, and Brock's going to win the Rumble, which I think it's kind of stupid. But I wouldn't be mad if Bobby Lashley wins because I like Bobby Lashley. He's a badass. So. I wouldn't be mad if Brock wins. We'll get into that when we give our predictions. Because I have a good storyline that they won't do. Lordy be. So what are your predictions for tonight's Royal Rumble? Well, first up, we have Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Miz and Maurice. A match I cannot give a shit about. Agreed. I will probably be playing Madden during this time. I'll probably try to finish writing his research paper that I got that's due by tomorrow. So, who do you think is going to win? The Rumble? Yes. Or the first match? Well, I don't know what matches are on the card. Do you have them? Yeah, I just told you the first match. I don't match. fucking care who wins the Miz in Edge. Just say! I'm pulling for Edge because I like his theme. Okay. Uh, And he can spear the fuck out of somebody. Then we have the Raw Women's Championship. And who's that? Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop. Oh, you know they're going to let Becky fucking Lynch win that. And who the fuck would name that kid Dewdrop? Dewdrop sounds like you're taking a shit in the toilet. I gotta go do my drop. Anyways, Universal Championship match. Who? Roman Reigns versus Seth freaking Rollins. They're probably gonna let Roman win. But I'm pulling for Seth freaking Rollins even though he's married to that cunt fucking whore Becky Lunch. So hear me out. 
You have Seth win. You have Brock win. Brock goes to SmackDown. Seth brings the title to Raw. Well, you have a Owens versus Rollins WrestleMania match. I could get into that. So, just food for thought. Then, the WWE Championship match. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. I think Bobby Lashley is going to win, but I'm pulling for Brock because I have pulled for Brock since he came into the WWE. I want Brock to win so my story could take place. Hey, Vince, you need some new creative ideas? You can hire Brendan. He's better than what the fuck you got. And the women's Royal Rumble match. Sasha Banks. And do you think we get a big return? Ronda Rousey. Nice. I think Ronda Rousey will win, but we get Ronda and Bailey back. God, I hate Bailey. She's so and we get Oscar back. She's more fucking annoying than Becky and Charlotte put together. And I love Charlotte Flair. I oh, mean, dude. I love Charlotte Flair's significant other because he's hot too. But I like Charlotte because she's a bitch and she's the queen, like me. The men's Royal Rumble. I don't know who's in it. Men. I'm going to go with Kevin Owens. Nice. Since they just re-signed him, I think they should give him a big push. But listen to me. I would not be upset if Randy Orton won, given that it is in his hometown of St. Louis. Ooh. I love me some Randy Orton. Oh, speaking of Randy Orton, man's 41 years old. Motherfucker looks fine for 41. Woo! God damn. I could look that up and down, too. But he said that uh, he's probably going to retire in about nine years when he hits 50. Hopefully his contract's up and he goes to impact. Okay. Nice. We don't want him on impact. We want him on AEW. But, I mean, for 41. <laughs> and he still looks as fine as he did the day he walked into a WWE ring. Holy shit! I mean, Sting and, and like he came in the same time Brock did, and I have been a Brock and Randy fan from the get go. When they're good, when they're bad, I'm still cheering for them. Cause like in the span of three years, you got Brock, Orton, Cena. All of them showed up around the same time. So. But yeah, I could. I'm thinking Kevin Owens is gonna win, but they might pull it out and let Randy win since it is in his hometown of St. Louis, which would be nice. I don't think Vince is that nice, but you know I always root for Randy. Period. Except when they put him with that fucking dweeb. God, that dweeb annoys the fuck out of me. Big return for the men's Royal Rumble. I don't know who's gone. Neither do I. 
Cody Rhodes shows up. MJF shows up. <laughs> Wins the damn thing. Wins the damn thing. He <laughs> says that he wants the AEW title at Revolution. <laughs> um, I don't know any big surprises from the men that we might see. I would say Gargano, but I don't see it I happening. do think that they're going to bring up Walter. I, I think Walter's going to be in the Rumble. Who's Walter? Walter. I'm not calling him by the other name. Who's Walter? I'm not calling him by the Nazi name. His name is Walter. Gunther. His name is Walter. Yes. I, I, I mean, I am German, but I ain't calling him by the Nazi name. I think Tomasa Champa could show up. Hmm? I would be fine with that. Roderick Strong. I feel like there's going to be a lot of NXT guys. I do too because I think they, they were hurting for people to try to get in the rumble. That's why they got all these old ass bitches to come back. Or they might bring in some people from Impact. Maybe. I don't know. Anything else? Is that all that's on the card? Yes. Wow. That seems a light card. Yes. I don't got nothing else for the rumble. So I'm guessing it's that time. Are we going to do a a review of the Royal Rumble? Which is going to be a Patreon exclusive. Yes. So if you have not joined us on Patreon, you should. We have two tiers. Patreon.com backslash the mid podcast. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. And you'll get a shout out. Yes. During our podcast. Yes. Don't know when, but your name will be dropped. As soon as we find out and we do our next podcast. That's when. Kind of like how we name drop Bobby. Yeah, we name drop Bobby all the time. We just sprinkle it. Bobby got a new dog. Cute little dog. dog. He named it Escargo. Better than MJF. He should have named it MJF. No. My next dog's going to be named Maxwell. Jacob Friedman. That's what my dog's name is going to be. I'm so disappointed. (laughs) Fuck you, CM, bitch. (laughs) Name it something cool, like Vader. Or Anakin. Or Thanos. His name's going to be MJF. Name it Thanos. His name's going to be MJF. So, what if you get a dog named Maxwell? Then get a cat and name him Thanos. Or Ultron. I name my cat CM Punk. Or no, I name it PG Punk. <laughs> Why? Because he's a pussy? Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't see him running from MJF. MJF is not running. Anyways. It's dynamite time. Yes, yes, yes. We love dynamite. Yes, yes, yes. So we started off with one of the Okay, greatest. wait, 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 wait. Overall thoughts on Dynamite. That was a free fucking pay-per-view. Awesome show. That was a free fucking pay-per-view that the con put on TV. Because those matches should have been on pay-per-view. Yes. Those mat, all of the matches, they were fucking great. 
Sorry for the noise. I'm getting a headache. They were good as hell. Pay-per-view level matches. It was a free-per-view. Yes, it was a free-per-view. Thank you, TK. The con, we love you. So, Sammy and Cody. Sammy, Sammy. I knew Sammy was going to win, sadly. Great fucking match. It was a great match. Like, I didn't care who won because, you know, I, I like both. Yeah. But, it was a fucking great match. They shaked hands before the match started. Yeah. And then they just started off wrestling. And I'm like, where's the ladders? It's a ladder match. Why are we just wrestling in the ring like a regular match? Build up. I don't need no build up. I need I need you to go straight for the shot. Mm, you got build up to the ladders. I get that. However, I don't remember which commentator said this. So Cody goes to get a ladder and he goes, Oh, Cody's getting a big one. Of course. There's a big one I want. Mm. It belongs to MJF. Mm. Turn into a monk. Mm-hmm. So Cody does one of his moves off of the ladder on Sammy Guevara. Yeah, it does the crossroads. Holy shit. Holy shit. And Sammy hit a diamond cutter. Oh, we're going to talk about that. That had to be one of the best moves. I've I, seen Cody Rhodes do in a long time. Yeah. A crossroads off a fucking ladder. It's fucking awesome. Then, Sammy Guevara climbs to the top of one of the tallest ladders, springboards off that motherfucker onto another ladder, off that ladder, hits the diamond cutter on Cody Rhodes, who was standing on another ladder, And bam, they're both laying in the ring. I'm not a fan of Sammy. That was a badass move. But I've rewatched that move like a solid 50 times. And do you know how fucking hard it is? Because them ladders move. That ring is bouncing. And he jumped from the top of the ladder and just basically was like, hey, give me your head and brunk him down. That has to be the best cutter I've seen. Yes. Andy did a cutter over the barricade. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I don't like Sammy Guevara, but he's a damn good wrestler. Match was brutal. Loved it. Dude did a fucking swanton off the top of a ladder onto another ladder. Mm-hmm. It was a great match. And Sammy ends up winning, and now he is your unified TNT champion. Yep. Couldn't be disappointed with that match either way. No. Great match. That was an awesome, awesome match. So after the Sammy match, I guess they had to clear all the ladders out, so they had to buy some time. Yeah. We get a Team Taz promo. And I love me some Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. (laughs) They're at a frozen fucking beach in Cleveland. And people say Cleveland doesn't have beaches. 
They got bitches. And Tony Schiavone's out there interviewing him, crying like the little bitch he is. Don't talk about Schiavone like that. Saying it's cold. Motherfucker, you in Cleveland in the winter. What do you expect? Don't talk about Schiavone like that. Oh, I got a big bone to pick with that motherfucker. Shivani is a G. No, he is not. JR is a G. So anyway, Starks and Hobbs. Hobbs challenges Dante again on Rampage for this coming Friday, I believe. And we get Starks accepting Jay Lethal's request, uh, challenge from Dynamite and Raleigh for the FTW belt. So I guess Starks got permission from Daddy. <laughs> That's going to be a good match. I don't know when is, that match is going to take place. Whenever yeah. it takes place, it's going Might be to on be. Rampage, too. It is going to be a good match. I love Ricky Starks. He's so fucking awesome. <laughs> He is a badass. He's a miniature MJF on the mic. Team Taz is just awesome. Like, he's not as good as MJF, but he's kind of there. Like, just a little bit. You got the amazing Ricky Starks. Love me some amazing Ricky Starks. Powerhouse Hobbs. Send hook. Hook. Send hook. I'm a hooker and I'm a proud hooker. (laughs) So, next segment. Homecoming for my man, Wardlow. Squatch match. Yeah. But I got to see Wardlow. Boring. Chicka, chicka, bell. Squash match. Hey, Wardlow looking fine. I did predict the move that he was going to do, though. When I said he should powerbomb one dude on another dude and pin him at the same time. Yes. I called that bitch. Wardlow heard me. Yes. So Wardlow takes on two jobbers. Gets a great reception from the home crowd. They love their Wardlow. Yeah. I don't think they love their Wardlow's boss. No. <laughs> Which we'll get into. <laughs> um, I dig the black and green gear Wardlow was wearing. Looked yeah. pretty badass. Of course, most anything looks good on Wardlow. Like, everything looks good on MJF. What do you like better, the purple one or the green and black one? The green and black one. Ooh. I don't know. It was something about the green and black one just made him look sexy. Green and black one was awesome. I was kind of getting uh, Green Goblin vibes from his gear. No, if it was like green and purple, sure. Anyway. Anyways. I do have to say, accountability buddy Spears come out, a bitch. come out in a shirt that I need. What was written on his shirt? CEO of chairs, no, I think. No, He said, just swing it. That's what it was. You know what I need? I need MJF just to swing his penis. No! <laughs> Sorry, headphone users. <laughs> you knew I was going that way. <laughs> but no, I really did like his shirt. Anyways... So, as you said, Wardlow beats the jobbers, pins them, and Spears wants to go in the ring and hit them with the chair, but Wardlow would not let him and would not let him steal Wardlow's thunder for the night. I want Wardlow 
to powerbomb him off the stage. Why? Fuck John Spears. We love the chairman. No, we don't. We love Wardlow. We love FTR. We do not like Sean Spears. You love Maxwell because I have it on video that I will play proving you love Maxwell. I got something in return for it. Don't matter. You said it. It came out of your mouth. (laughs) So next, we have the trios match which is Jericho, Santana, Ortiz versus Daniel Garcia and 2.0. And Jericho's music hits. He comes out. Then you see Santana and Ortiz, like, walk quickly to the ring because they're ready to kick ass. And Jericho is, you know, still standing there in his glory because, you know, this is the only time anybody sings a fucking Fozzie song. (laughs) Like, this is the only Fozzie song I ever heard of. Was a good match. Was a good match. Um, there's some problems within the inner circle. There's problems in a lot of factions. Well, we're right not now. talking about the other. We're talking about the inner circle. Stay on topic. I'm just saying there's problems in all of the factions right now. Okay. Anyway, besides Team Taz. So during the match, Santana and Ortiz. Just keep tagging each other in and out like it's just like a, a tag match. Regular tag match, not a trios match. Um, Jericho tags himself in. And then Santana or Ortiz blonde tags and puts herself back in. So, Jericho's supposed to be your partner. Why don't you let him get in there and get his ass kicked for a little while? Because they're pissed. At Jericho. So, yeah. So, Jericho walks out the ring. And he's kind of walking up the ramp. And he hits. I don't remember who it was. Two, one of the 2.0. And with the Judas effect. But Ortiz or Santana. Whichever one was in the ring. I can't remember. Um, Didn't see him. And they get the pin. Yep. So, do you think Santana and Ortiz are going to break from the inner circle? Yeah, they're going to go make a faction with Eddie Kingston. When Eddie comes back? Uh Uh-huh. I could see that. It's possible. It's possible. But, I mean, would we be excited to see Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Jack Hager versus Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz? I just want to see a Jericho versus Kingston match. And go even further. Have it no DQ. Lights out match? No, just a no DQ match. I don't know how I feel about that. That's not a match I need to see, I don't think. But we will talk about the match that we do need to see. Um, I think I'd rather have it a, a trios match. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see where that goes. 
So then we get a promo of Lance Archer. So I guess they're letting him go after Hangman Page. Yeah. And it's going to be a Texas death match. Not quite sure what that is. I've heard of it before, but it's been a while since I've seen one. I think maybe Stone Cold might have been in one last time I seen one. Didn't Mickey James just do a Texas death match? I don't know. I think so. I don't know. I think she did it at the uh, latest Impact pay-per-view. I will say that's probably going to be a good match. Lance Archer and Hangman Page. And I'm kind of rooting for Lance, Lance Archer. Cowboy shit. Cowboy shit. What do they call Lance Archer? The Murder Hawk. Yes. I like him. Which, by the way, is the badass fucking nickname. And he has a badass fucking car. I mean, the car he he showed on Twitter was pretty badass. That white Corvette? But I'm trying to figure out, how does someone that fucking big get into that car? Oh, I forgot to tell you, on the way back from getting lunch yesterday... Saw an all-black Corvette. Oh, I bet that was beautiful. It was sexy as hell. Yes. I love sexy cars. Then saw a 72 Chevy SS. Nice. So, after the Lance Archer promo, we get another promo. I mean, is this the promo day? They do a lot of... They've been doing a lot of promos recently. So we get a promo with Jurassic Express and Christian uh, with Private Party and Matt Hardy. Yeah. So we're going to get Jurassic Express and Private Party on Rampage Friday. I did like where Jungle Boy told the dude his watch was fake. <laughs> I mean, Jungle Boy getting some balls. You know what would be entertaining and really cool but will never happen? What? Edge comes to AEW, right? Mm-hmm. You get Edge teaming up with Christian and Jurassic Express versus the Hardy Boys and Private Party. Yeah, but we're going to talk about that when we get into Rampage because I got some theories on Private Party. Okay. Okay. Next segment. Oh, God. Next segment. Best segment of Dynamite. Best segment. CM Punk. What happened when this segment hit and Maxwell came out? What did I do? Died. I literally fell over on the couch because Maxwell was so fucking fine. God damn. It should be illegal to be that fine. Maxwell's overrated. Your face is overrated, but I still look at it. Well, thank you very much. That's a compliment. That was not meant to be a compliment. <laughs> anyways. So anyways, we get PG Punk in, in the ring. He running his little bitch mouth. I came to fight. I wore my gear. Who fucking cares? Not this girl. I don't care. Don't, don't really care. Then we hear the worst theme song in AEW. I will say. I watched it live. Watched it again on the DVR. Then watched it again on TBS West when it aired on the West Coast again. I watched that promo three times in one night. 
Not to mention, I watched it again the next day. Jesus. First of all, I need to say, CM Punk should not have been at fucking Dynamite because the motherfucker should have been in jail for stealing property. (laughs) No. He stole Maxwell's scarf, and last time I checked, stealing was a misdemeanor in this country. So why was the motherfucker not arrested in jail? He didn't steal it. He's just borrowing it. He stole it. Borrowing Last it. Last week. Borrowing it. From Maxwell. Borrowing it. No, he stole it. Because he put his hands on Maxwell. Well, Maxwell should have tried to come up behind him and beat his ass. Don't matter. He still should not have put his hands and assaulted Maxwell. <laughs> he didn't assault nobody. And stole Maxwell's property. <laughs> No. Not at all. So then, PG Punk proceeds to run his little meth mouth more. Talk about how he's gone through the pinnacle. He's went through FTR. He's went through Wardlow. Although Wardlow did kick your ass. And he went through Sean Spears. Which, I mean, Sean Spears didn't have a fucking chance. And he wants MJF. Well, I mean, who wouldn't want MJF? Me. Who would not want MJF? Me. Finest fucking man alive. Ryan Reynolds is better. You're on crack. Andrew Garfield's anyway, better. You are definitely on crack. Tom Holland's better. And mushrooms. Leonardo's better. Leonardo da Vinci, he's dead. DiCaprio. Now I am a Leo fan. But no, anyway. <laughs> what I have a problem with, as you said, because you know, you said I couldn't talk about Tony Schiavone. <laughs> he needed to learn his place. Of being the second best commentator on the commentating crew? No. Your commentator should not talk about the talent that's on the roster. MJF sucks. He should not have said that. Yes, he should. No. no. Yes. No. Shivani's no. awesome for doing that. And then the crowd started he to change. He should not have said MJF sucks. He's a commentator. He is supposed to be non-biased. Is he lying? No. No. Exactly. That's not exactly. the point. The point is he's a commentator. He, is he, he lying? Yes, he's lying because MJF no. does not suck. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Yep. Now, if we want to talk about sucking, I I, I will no. suck something oh. on MJF. You asked for it. Anyway, no, he needs to be non-biased. He does the same shit with Adam Cole because he's pissed off that Adam Cole is banging Britt Baker. <laughs> he's a biased motherfucker. No. Yes. Anyway, back to the promo. That's my little rant on Shivani. Um, you still like Shivani, though. Meth Head is wearing an AEW jacket. Happened to be the same kind of AEW jacket I got. So now I gotta throw him on away. Because I can't be wearing the same shit that this little fucking punk bitch is wearing. Too bad you wore it yesterday. I did. <laughs> I spent a lot of money for that jacket, so no, technically, I'm really not going to throw it away. But 
really he had to come out really he had to come out wearing an yep. AEW jacket like that yep all the merchandise they had he had to do that yep this is why I hate this motherfucker I didn't like him in WWE don't like him in AEW so CM Punk gets the crowd to chant MJF for the and first time ever. Uh, wrong. That is not the first time a crowd has chanted MJF's name. The whole we, crowd. We can go back to Holiday Bash because there was some MJF chants in that arena because I was one of them. Because I was there live. Good point. And there was chants in the PC arena in Raleigh because I was there live. Good point. So he's a liar head. <laughs> anyway. So. The crowd starts to chant MJF. This is when Tony Schiavone says MJF sucks. Good. Non-biased bitch. So then Punk proceeds to talk about the stolen property he is in possession of. MJF got you off Amazon. For five bucks. <laughs> it says that it was made in Long Island, so it has a cheap personality. MJF does not have a cheap personality. He has a exquisite personality. No. Yes. No. Yes. And not everybody likes his personality. Because he's a dickhead. But he's a cute dickhead. I could overlook the personality for, for the sex. Just say it. Can we get off and, this topic? And, and the and the cute little face he has. Can we just like He's stop? He's a cute face. Can we just stop talking about this promo now? No. <laughs> I still got a whole page and a half. What the fuck? <laughs> I told you that before we started. The promo was only like three minutes. Four, five minutes. Maybe seven. So then Punk proceeds to say that he needs MJF in that ring. Well, I need MJF in my bedroom, but that don't mean it's going to happen. <sighs> Am I boring you, son? <laughs> MJF is. So then we hear it. The music. Uh, worst music of all time. And I have to say, that man can rock a suit. Whew. Mm, he looked very distinguished. <laughs> and fine as hell and the crowd starts chanting you suck cause he does and again Tony Schiavone goes yes you do <laughs> cause he does you need to be non-biased in your commentating and he trashes Cleveland I agree with you MJF Cleveland sucks Cleveland's worse than Detroit I mean, they set a fucking lake on fire. That's why they call it the mistake by the lake. Detroit gets shit on for no reason. Detroit's not as bad as what people make it out to be. I think what hurt Detroit is it's mayors. It's yeah. mayors ruined Detroit. No, but you can... We lived close to Detroit. You can agree with me that Detroit isn't as bad as what it used... As it... Is according to the media. 
and the dumb fucks who know nothing about that lovely city of Detroit, Michigan. I can agree with that statement to a point. Like, yes, Detroit has its bad parts. Well, but every everything has... in Cleveland is a bad part. Yes, but every city has bad parts. Cleveland, it's all bad. Same thing with Chicago. Yeah, Chicago fucking sucks. Well, you're just saying that because Sam Punk's from there and you don't like him right now. The only good thing about Chicago is the Cubs. Shit, I can't even think of anything good about Chicago when I went to Chicago. Because fuck the Bears. Fuck the Blackhawks. I did make your sister mad, though, when we were in Chicago. I made her take a picture in front of Trump Tower. (laughs) Just to piss her off. (laughs) Yeah, I really can't think of anything good about Chicago. Maybe the Cubs. Fuck the White Sox. Yeah, there's nothing good for Chicago. Anyway, back to the <laughs> back to this promo because I got to get through these notes. Or this is gonna be like a three hour show. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so the crowd crowd starts calling Maxwell a name. He's not an asshole. Why do they think he's an asshole? Because he's an asshole. They don't get his personality. I get his personality. <laughs> I would be great with him. Cause I I mean like he could be an asshole and I could be a bitch. We'd be great. The ass bitches. There we go. <laughs> the bitch ass. There we go. Because I can be just as much as an asshole as he can. That should be the new name for the gun club instead of ass boys, ass bitches. <laughs> yes, maybe. So. Are we going to get it? Are we going to get it? Yes. MJF says he's going to give us the match we want next week in Chicago. Which isn't going to happen. CM Punk versus MJF. MJF. Now, your thoughts on will this match actually take place? No, ma'am. Why? I think they're saving the big, big match for Revolution. I think MJF is going to come out. And it's like, well, I forgot my gear in this certain place. So you get to deal with somebody else. (laughs) His gear got stolen in Cleveland. Yes. Good thing I wasn't in Cleveland. (laughs) I might have actually done that. You would have stolen MJF. Yes, I would have stolen MJF. (laughs) Anyways... I think we'll get the match because they're promoting the hell out of this match. And as soon as this match was announced, they sold an additional 175 tickets just in like the 20 minutes after this match was announced. So if we do get the match, MJF would cheat to win. And that sets up for another match where Punk at Revolution. Beats MJF. Cleanly. He will never beat Maxwell. Punk's gonna get some help. Punk's gonna bring out the Briscoes. No. 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 So then, after we supposedly 
get our match. Yeah. Um, Maxwell lays down some truths on Punk. Yet again. Shit that Punk don't want people to talk about. And he said some truths about Cleveland. Like LeBron leaving. Twice! Like, he talks about when Punk was a no-show in Cleveland. When he walked out on WWE. Punk was in the right to do that, though. He was still under contract. People paid to see him. Yeah, but... Fuck the WWE. They fucked over Punk. Still under contract. Okay, but if you're under contract and you get fucked over the way they fucked over Punk, wouldn't you walk out? Yeah, well, my contract was up. No. So, CM Punk gets a little pissed that MJF called him out for walking out and being a no-show in Cleveland. And so Punk gets the balls and and he says, Let's do it here, bitch. Motherfucker, you do not call Maxwell a bitch. You want to see a bitch, I'll show you a bitch. Do not call (laughs) Maxwell a bitch. (laughs) With those three-inch lips. That was funny. I will say, TK, I love the split screen. As when Punk was talking, you could see Maxwell's reactions. (laughs) Maxwell got some sexy reactions when he's mad. Just saying. I like the the split screen where you can see the reactions when they were talking. Yeah, that's interesting. So. So. Punk proceeds to say, I always get back up. (laughs) And Maxwell goes, you want to test it? Yep. You know Maxwell's got a plan. He he's he's the man with the master plan. Sadly. So we proceed to see FTR and Wardlow come out of the tunnel. Yeah. And Spears attacks Punk from behind, from the other side of the ring. Yes. Now, we'll have to go back and say, when Punk said he always gets back up, I would have to say, it'd be a while before Maxwell got back up when I got a hold of him. My fucking God. (laughs) Just say it. (laughs) Can we talk about the Adam Cole match now? No! (laughs) So. I think we should. Spears attacks Punk from behind. Punk starts getting the best of Spears. FTR comes in the ring. And FTR and Spears begins the beat down of Punk. FTR holds Punk down while Spears hits him with the chair. Ow. Then Maxwell proceeds to get in the ring. Pussy. And says to Punk, get up now, you son of a bitch. Punk tries to grab at Maxwell and gets a hold of his scarf. And then FTR... I can't remember which one, if it was Dax or Cash, lands a right punch on that little fucking nasty face of his. <laughs> then, Maxwell proceeds to walk over to Wardlow, who was just standing in the ring looking like, it's cool, I'm just gonna stay in here. And tells him to powerbomb this little bitch. 
Not only does Wardlow powerbomb him. Powerbombs him on a fucking chair. Powerbombs him on a chair. I, I, I was a little disappointed. We didn't get the symphony. We only got one stanza. I needed a whole symphony. Like, he needed to do it, like, eight times on that fucking chair. We got the first note. I did, like, you know, Maxwell standing on the side of the ring directing traffic a little bit. You know, like, beat his ass. (laughs) Yeah, because Maxwell doesn't want to get his hands dirty because he's a little fucking prick. So then, after CM Punk gets his ass kicked by the powerbomb from Wardlow, Maxwell rolls Punk over and sits down on him. The most disrespectful thing I've ever seen in wrestling. Maxwell, you can come sit on me anytime, baby. Anytime. No. Anytime. Anytime. I will lay out in the floor and you can come sit on me. Down bad. Anytime. Down bad. Any- astronomically. Anytime. Down astronomically. So, as Punk is sitting on, I mean, as Punk is laying in the ring and Maxwell is sitting on CM Punk, he proceeds to grab his head and tells him, I will see you in Chicago. Boom. And Max got his scarf back. Sadly. And can I say, it does not matter what suit that man wears, he is sexy as hell. And it would look great on my bedroom floor. I think the past half hour we talked about this promo. That's all I need to say. I watched this promo three times the night it dropped. I have literally got the pictures of Maxwell sitting on CM Punk as my wallpaper on my phone. Shame, shame, shame. Anyways, what's next? That is a fine, fine man. What's next? Mm. What's next? Oh. After that, I didn't care what was next. <laughs> no, actually, he is a fine man. Um. Oh, then we get a promo. After all that, we get another promo. And it's showing... Uh, Griff Garrison and Julia Hart, being, I think they were being interviewed by Tony Schiavone. Yeah. And my man, Smart Mark, shows up. He loves Smart Mark. Love Smart Mark. Smart Mark is on Maxwell's payroll, evidently. I think he's on a lot of people's payroll. I mean, he is the best attorney in AEW. I mean, according to, he's also on Ethan Page's, according to his vlogs. Yeah. So Mark Sterling comes in. With a release form for Julia Hart saying that Jade wants to wrestle Julia and Rampage for the TBS title. Nice. She signs the release form, so we're getting it on Rampage. Nice. Then we get another promo with our boys, The Acclaimed. Love me, The Acclaimed. Love The Acclaimed. So, Anthony Bowens challenges John Moxley on Rampage Friday. Yeah. Got some balls. Yeah. Probably going to get his ass kicked, but he got some balls. I'll give him that. Probably. 
And then we have Red Velvet versus Legit Layla Hirsch. Could not care about this match. It was okay. I was not really invested in this women's match for once. Like I think this is one of the few times that I was not invested in a women's match in AEW. Like it wasn't a bad match. I just I didn't get into it. I do think uh, Red Velvet might have hurt her arm with the way she was holding it. Yeah. And uh, Hirsch does get the win, so she's racking up some wins for her ranking. Could we see her challenge Brit Breaker for the title? Brit's going to kick the fuck out of that four or five little asshole. And then we get another promo. Your man, Sammy Guevara, comes out with his cue cards. I hate And Fuego is holding the cue cards. Fuck Fuego. And I'd have to say this was a little too long and a little too much for me. Thank God it was pitcher and pitcher and they were doing commercials. I don't care what Sammy Guevara has to say on his shitty ass cue cards. I mean, after the MJF segment, I, I, I couldn't care less. Those cue cards are mid. Yes. But like I said, after the MJF segment, I just, I, I couldn't get into anything else because I kept thinking about that. Woo! <laughs> then we had the Britt Baker promo. Greatest promo of all time. I like the promo. However, it was way too long. And if you were not looking at the TV and you were just listening to it, she sounded like Charlotte Flair to me. Like her voice reminded me of Charlotte Flair. And I would have thought Charlotte Flair was on my TV. I thought they were going to bring somebody out, and they never did. Hey, learn how to slow down, asshole. She had a few good lines regarding Pittsburgh and Cleveland. <laughs> like, she's a baker that they, they can, can rely on. on. Yes. That was awesome. <laughs> Loved her jacket. That jacket was ugly as fuck. Loved her jacket repping Pittsburgh sports teams. Like I said, that jacket jacket was ugly as fuck. Fuck the penguins. Fuck I'd the like pirates. to fuck Sidney Crosby. Sidney Crosby got his ass kicked last night and he fucking deserved it. I don't know because I haven't seen it. So I'll have to go watch it and see if he deserved it. Morse. Then we get a Nala promo. I like Nala Rose. Nala Rose is cool. Excuse me! Vicky Guerrero, on the other hand, is not cool. <laughs> so, Nala wants Ruby Soho. It's going to be a good match. It's going to be a pretty good match. I might actually be invested in that match. Destination. I don't know that song. Anyway. Anyway. Then, we get the final match of the night. Which is Orange Cassidy versus your boy, Adam Cole, baby. baby. In a lights out match. Awesome match. Very good match. OC looked like he come to fight. Which yeah. is the first time I've ever seen OC look like he wanted to fight. They're both badasses. And he puts Cole into the barricade. There's a reason that those are two of my favorites right now. Because of matches like that. Adam Cole goes under the ring and tries to get a chair. 
he has a little trouble trying to slide the chair out of <laughs> under the ring. I mean, I mean, it's just under there. You just reach, grab, pull it out, right? It yeah. Would just slide out. Yeah. Like Maxwell could slide no. into me. Um, you just slide the chair out, right? Yeah. So why is Cole having issues getting the chair out? The legend has arrived. That legend being Dan Housen. Or is it Don? Is it Dan? Dan Housen. Okay. Dude, funny as hell. <laughs> I ain't never seen him wrestle. I've, people have said he's pretty good. He's been injured, evidently. Apparently, he's got on the mic, too. Yeah. So, he comes out. Both Cole and Arch Cassidy look like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck just happened? It was really interesting. Cole super kicks a chair into Orange Cassidy's throat. <laughs> like, you could tear somebody's vocal cords up with that. Yeah. Like, that was brutal. Very brutal. Like, this match was more brutal than the Sammy Cody ladder match. Started off brutal, ended brutal. Then Cassidy puts Cole through a table. Guess he wanted to be like Britt. Go through a table. We love tables. Davon, get the table. <laughs> then, Orange Cassidy goes for his signature move called the Orange Punch. Yeah. Cole pucks up the ring bell and OC hits the ring bell. Ouch. That bitch hurt like a motherfucker. I am pretty sure there are either some broken bones or some fractured bones in OC's hand. Probably. Because the rest of the match, you see him fighting with that hand. Yeah. So that's going to put a damper on him if he can't land his orange punch. Uh-huh. So you've just taken away one of his biggest moves. Smart move by Adam, though. Yeah. So then after he hits the ring bell, Adam Cole takes OC's hand. And puts it between the ring and the stairs. If his not hand was not broken when he hit the ring bell, it has to be broken now. That looked yes. painful. That looked so painful. And not pain in a good way like I would get with Maxwell. <laughs> Just saying. That made my hand hurt. Very. So then Adam Cole begins to throw shit into the ring that he's going to use or try to use or whatever. And then he sets up two chairs. I guess he's going to use them to slam OC into them or do a move. And OC counters and puts Cole through them two chairs. Why is it every time somebody sets shit like that up in a ring, you know nine times out of ten it's going to backfire on them? Because it's predictable. Still cool to watch, but it's predictable. Then our man comes running down the ramp. Everybody loves Landon Butler. I mean, Brandon Cutler. I mean, hell, we started a Brandon Cutler chant on Rampage in Raleigh. Yeah, we did. Who doesn't love that? But who comes out to take out Landon Butler? My boy. Wheeler Utah. Wheeler Yuta. Yuta, Yuta. He's wrestling in some indie scene 
tonight. Can we get a petition to get him to be called Wheeler Yoda? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Lucasfilm is not going to release that trademark. Well, what if his last name just happens to become Yoda? We'll keep it as it is. <laughs> and then, Red Dragon comes out. One half of Red Dragon, because the other half had a kid this week. Yep. Congrats, Kyle. <laughs> yes. And so, the rest of the best friends come out. Young Bucks come out. So, we got a free-for-all going around the ring. I was so expecting Gargano to show up. We did get uh, Romero. We did get Rapungi Vice. Yeah, he showed up. So now we just need the Rapungi Vice for his Young Bucks match. We may get that. Hopefully. So you know, Adam Cole has been getting his wins over Orange Cassidy by cheap shotting him in the nuts. Yeah. Orange was ready for it this time. <laughs> Bro had a metal cup with spikes on it in his pants, which is not the spike I want. Whatever works. I'd rather have another spike. You want Orange Cassidy's spike? No. Talking about MJF. Mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy does nothing for me. I'd rather have Wheeler Yuta <laughs> over Orange Cassidy. Man, finally learned a lesson. Wear a fucking cup. <laughs> I mean, Cole's done hit you in the nuts twice. You would think after the first time you would have learned. Right? I suppose. At least you were smart and woke up this time. Yeah. Whatever works. But why would you pull the motherfucking cup out of your pants and then throw it in, like, throw it on the ground? I'd keep the motherfucker in there because you know Cole's going to try it again. I thought you threw it in the crowd. That is one thing I would not pick up if I'm in the crowd. <laughs> I don't care who the fuck it belonged to. Maybe I would pick it up if it was MJF. But other than that, hell you no. You would pick it up if it was MJF. I'd make you pick Him it up. Would, no. I would make you pick it up. No, ma'am. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir, I would. No. Anyways. So... OC hits Adam Cole's own move on Adam Cole. The Panama Sunrise. That's gotta suck when you when your own move is used by your opponent. Oh, I thought it was over when he hit it. I did too. And Cole kicked out. And then Adam Cole proceeds to start rolling up the ramp. And walking up the ramp. Yeah. They end up backstage. <clears throat> TK was looking at them like, what the fuck? Cole puts Orange Cassidy through the table where the boss is sitting. And poor Tony Khan is like, what the fuck? You just ruined the table. How I can't keep this shit on track if you just ruined my table. Wait, really, guys? Come on. He's like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> and they broke the TVs. Like, I don't know what was better. The whole match or Tony Khan's face with the what the fuck man look. He's like, why must you do this to me? Like, somebody needs to screenshot that and turn that into a meme. I need that. I need that as a meme. 
I need you to make that happen, Brendan. If I can find it. I will fucking put it back on TV and you can take a picture off the TV. I'll find it on YouTube. We need that as a meme. Okay. So then Cole drags OC to the front of the tunnel. And Cole climbs to the top of the little tunnel thingy. And he's standing up there. And he's getting looks like he's getting ready to jump off of it onto OC. He's gonna try and hit the Panama Sunrise. OC's gone. Like o- he just became like the Lucky Charms hmm. leprechaun and he just magically disappeared. Magically delicious. MJS magically delicious. Motherfucker. <laughs> you said it, not me. Good point. Good point. OC is behind Cole on top of the little tunnel thingy. OC pays Cole back. Low blow. Lobo right in the nuts. Whoosh. Like straight up jab in the nuts. Then OC puts Adam Cole into the hug. Gives him a hug. Gives him a hug. Who doesn't love hugs? He's a best friend. Exactly. I love hugs. I need some hugs from MJF. Since this traitor over here is leaving. Um. So you know this is setting up for something big, right? Yeah. They both look down. Then they jump off the top of the little tunnel thingy, whatever you want to call it, and crash through the stage. Yeah. OC wins. Finally. Yay. Good match. If you notice, as they're jumping, you will see OC shift his weight. Because if he had not shifted his weight, Adam Cole would either be dead or paralyzed from the way they went through and the way Cole landed in the stage. Well, that's why they're trained professionals. Even trained professionals get hurt. Well, yeah, but... Or die, Owen Hart. I'm, well, you can't really blame that on anybody. That was just a bad wire. I'm just saying. If OC had to come down any other way, Adam Cole would no longer be a wrestler. Exactly. He'd either be six feet under or he'd be in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Because even when they showed the shot of him with his neck the way it was, I thought he probably had broke his neck. Thankfully, he didn't. That was a fucking brutal match. Loved it. Awesome match. Loved it. Great. Dynamite was freaking awesome, so I understand why they got over a million viewers. 11 out of 10. Give it a 10 out of 10. And now... And now, it is time for our segment of... What was your top five moments from Dynamite? Ooh. Would you like to hear mine? Yes. At number five, I have Santana and Ortiz not tagging in Jericho. Okay. At number four, I have the Punk MJF promo. Yeah. Which four is kind of low for me, given that it's MJF, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You'll see why. Number three, Sammy springboarding from ladder to ladder to hit the cut the cutter okay 
Number two. MJF sitting on Punk. That's number two? Yes. Wow. And my number one moment from Dynamite. Orange Cassidy, Adam Cole, crashing through the stage. Number five, MJF shitting on LeBron. Because LeBum's a bitch. I agree with that. LeMickey. I agree with that. Uh, four. Uh, mm, Warlow powerbombing the dude on the other dude. Three. The roads, uh, the crossroads off the ladder, two, the diamond cutter off the ladder, and three, just the whole Adam Cole match as a whole. Okay. All right, first. My bad. But, yeah. Well, Mom, do you know what time it is? Hold on. Uh. What do you mean, hold on? I am replying to a tweet. Our friend Tyler just tweeted out to me, because I posted some pictures that Sean Spears had. Yeah. Of the pinnacle in the ring beating the shit out of Punk, and I put the best faction in AEW. Yeah. And our friend Tyler replied, the Wardlow face turn and potential matchup with MJF has me super excited. It has everybody excited. I might need to see about getting Tyler on the podcast. Talking some wrestling. Hey, do it. So, anyway. It's Dynamite. Fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. Now, can we talk about Rampage? Because we can see... The greatest tag team of all time. Yes, we will get to the greatest tag team of all time. We love the greatest tag team. Ow. What'd you do, motherfucker? Hit yourself with your mic? Uh-huh. Shit. Dumbass. No wonder you're a CM Punk fan. Oh. Hurtful. So, Friday night. Friday night was good. You know why Friday night was good? We, we got watched- Revenge of the <laughs> Sith before Rampage. It led, Revenge of the Sith led right into Rampage. Could not have booked it any better, TNT. We love you, TNT. Yes, that's like my favorite Star Wars movie. It should be everybody's favorite Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't like Revenge of the Sith, you know nothing about Star Wars as a whole. Anyways, anyways, back to Tyler. He just replied. I replied to him and said, although I'm an MJF fan, I can see it coming. He said, with how amazing AEW is with their storytelling, I think it would be incredible to somehow work it into MJF winning the world title. Yes, Tyler. Yes. That could be cool. And then I just told him that we need to talk to him about getting him on the pod to talk about wrestling. Anyways. Anyways, I will quit trying to schedule stuff and get back to what we're doing. Rampage. First match. Wild thing. Great match. You broke my truck, Springs. You do everything with that wide thing. 
I'm guessing that's a Weird Al Yankovic song. No, that's the song your Uncle Michael made up to the original Wild Thing song. Oh. He also made up, there was a song from New Kids on the Block, because back in the day your mother was a huge New Kids on the Block fan, yeah. called The Right Stuff. And it used to go, oh, 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 The Right Stuff. Yeah, I know that song. Okay. Your Uncle Michael turned it into, oh, oh, Right Guard, and did a whole song about how you need to wear deodorant. <laughs> And there's the Kenny Rogers song called You Picked a Fine Time to Leave Me Lucille. Yeah. Your uncle might change that to You Picked a Fine Time to Leave Me Loose Wheel. <laughs> NASCAR moment. Your uncle Mike was very creative with shit like that. Yes. I miss your uncle Mike. His birthday's coming up. Isn't it? February 28th. Yeah. He would have been 59. Yeah. 58. He'd have been 58 because I'll be 47. He was 11 years older than me. Nice. I miss my brothers. It sucks they're dead. I only met one of them. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. So Mox comes out. Bowens comes out. I love Max. Platinum Max is raps. But I need Platinum Max to lay off MJF. <laughs> like, you you giving me some vibes here that I'm not comfortable with, Max. It's okay. Platinum Max, I, I need you to back it off. It's okay. It's okay. But I love his raps. We need um, Caster and MJF to team up, and they should be called Max and Max. <laughs> Do one even better and call him Eminem. <laughs> I like green, green M&M's. You know why? Why? You know what they say about green M&M's? What? They make you horny. What the fuck? They also say if you eat bologna, it makes you horny too. What the fuck? Just saying. I've always liked green M&M's. And then I found that. I was like, well, damn. Like, what? I don't buy M&M's except at Christmas time when they're red and green. And then I just pick all the green ones out and eat them. <laughs> what the hell? So maybe that's why I've been on that kick about how sexy MJF is. I was on that kick way before <laughs> I picked out all the green m and <laughs> Who knows? So anyway, back to the Bowens-Moxley match. It was a good match. Good match. I, I was expecting Mox just to kick his ass and it'd be over in like five minutes. Yeah. Bowens put up a good fight. Really good match. Moxley looks violent. Mox yes. looks violent. Like he's, re- he's out for blood. He's going to take your head off. He don't care. And I've never been a Moxley fan. I wasn't an Ambrose fan when he was in WWE. I'm kind of digging him now, though. I've always liked Moxley. I liked him even when he was in the WWE. I'm kind of digging him a little now. Yeah. I mean, how? I went as I don't Dean think, Ambrose. I don't think he... Yeah, you did go as Dean Ambrose one year for Christmas. I mean, uh, Halloween. Christmas. <laughs> Cold as fuck, because I had to wear like a white paint top and a fucking... Small Jackie and it was only like 30 degrees that Halloween. But it was fine. It yeah. was fun. Yep. I might have to go see if I could find that picture and put it out on Discord. I think it's on Facebook. It might be. I'm pretty sure it is. But anyway. Bowen's puts up a pretty good fight. Yeah. Um. Max 
I mean, uh, Moxley attacks them before the bell rings, though, again, which was their complaint the first time, which is why they wanted this match. Hey, whatever you got to do. Moxley gets the win, which, and, I mean, did we doubt that he would get the win? No. Bowen's come close a few times, though, where I really thought he was going to win. I was like, oh, my God, Moxley's going to put Bowen's over. Yeah, I think if they break up the acclaim, I think Anthony Bowens would have a good singles run. But, 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 what happens backstage? Who do we see? Brian Danielson. I can't wait for that match. The match we didn't think we needed, but we need now? Yes. Mm-hmm. That, they're setting that up for a revolution. They have to be. Because, I mean, what, this is the end of January? Yeah. So we got February, March. Yeah, they're going to give them a month and set it up for revolution. Fine by me. Fine by me. I need to start me a GoFundMe so uh, I can take donations so I can buy the pay-per-view. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a broke bitch. <laughs> so, yes, Danielson was backstage watching. Really cool. And then next we get my man, El Lido. I love me some El Lido. He goes and finds the little boy that works for Sting. Darby, Darby. <laughs> he wants him to come work for him. I don't think Andrade knows what friends are. I like El Jande. He uh got a nice body. I don't think he knows how friends work. Probably not. He just thinks everybody is available for whatever amount of money. Well, I'm here for this whole... Andrade's a rich dude who can buy people. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. And you know I'm not a Darby Allen fan. Mm-hmm. But I will have to say, Darby was pretty good with his promo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he's no Maxwell. Then he pulled out a bat. And then he pulled out the bat. But he was pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For a young goth face kid. Our next segment, the greatest tag team ever, FTR, goes up against Lee Johnson and Brock Anderson. And Brock was giving me some old daddy vibes there. You were dressing like your daddy back in the day. It was a good match. It was a very good match. Lee Johnson was putting on some moves on FTR. Like, I was scared there at first thinking FTR is going to lose. Mm-hmm. And... Lee Johnson almost gets the pin on, on Dax. And then we see Arn Anderson clobbers Tully Blanchard. Y'all were <laughs> tag teams. Y'all were tag team partners back in the day. Thought y'all were friends. I, would, I wouldn't go hit my friend like that. Okay, I take it back. Alita, I would hit you for a million dollars, but I'd split it with you, so we'd be cool. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm going to punch the fuck out of you. But you get 500k out of it. And she'd be like, okay. Whatever works. I mean, hell, I'd slap my mom for a fucking Milky Way bar. What we do for a Klondike bar. I don't like Klondike bars. But I'd slap my mama for a damn Milky Way bar. <laughs> or a Kit Kat. I'm a low maintenance bitch. <sighs> so FTR wins. Good match. Great match. We love mm, FTR. I'm so happy I've actually got to see them wrestle in person. 
Yes. And I've got to see Maxwell wrestle in person. Yes. Mm. 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 I got butt shots to prove that, too. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get the Julia Hart versus Jade Cardgill. Good match. Um, Julia did mount a little bit of offense, but Jade is just too strong and too badass. Tell you, if Julia Hart was in the House of Black, she would have had a better chance. Maybe. We need her in the House of Black now, TK. Please book it. I do like how they're doing the the Jade is like 26-0, and 25-0, and 0, mm-hmm. like they were doing with Undertaker. At Manias? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's cool. I do like that. I wouldn't mind seeing Jade be AEW Women Champion. Neither would I. Storm. Storm. <laughs> I, I, I need whoever's in charge of Marvel. Oh, Kevin Feige? I need you to sign Jade to be Storm in X-Men. Yes. And then our main event. It's, it's time, time for, for the main, main event. We love Mark Henry. We do love Mark Henry. We have Jurassic Express versus Private Party. Great match, as always, with Jurassic Express. So, Jurassic Express comes out. But guess who's sitting in the audience? Ass boys. Ass boys. And they get distracted. So, Private Party jumps them from behind. I thought that match was going to be over right there. They I, hit their finisher early. They did, and and I thought they were going to get that pin on Jungle Boy. And Hardy, Matt Hardy cheap shot Luchasaurus with a chair right in the knee, knee or the back of the knee where you bend your knee. That looked painful. Would hurt. And you see... Alito and his assistant sitting up in the audience taking notes. Yeah. They kind of looked a little upset with Private Party. They want winners. Do you think they're going to terminate Private Party from the AHFO? Maybe. I could see it happening. Who would you think they'd get to replace them? I don't know. It's a good question. Hmm. Just asking. It's a good question. So, back to the match. Yes. It was a great match. As always, because... Lucha Express wins. Jurassic Express knows what they're doing. Then the ass boys jump. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Assholes. Why you call them assholes? Because the ass boys are assholes. And by the way, if you have not seen Danhausen's new video, you need to go check it out. He does a whole video. With the ass boy's new name. He gave them a new theme song. <laughs> this needs to be their song when they start coming in to the arena. This is an awesome song. It is awesome. God damn. It is a very awesome song. 
the video is funny as hell. You can find it on YouTube, so go check it out. Well, is that all you have? Um, no, 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 no. Well, yes, for Rampage, I'd give it a 7 out of 10. I'll give it a 9 out of 10. I enjoyed the Rampage. I enjoyed it so much, I watched it when it came back on last night. I did too until I got really sleepy and had to go to bed because I had been working on my research paper. I and then sleep. I got distracted because our our buddies from the Avengers podcast did a live stream and I had Funny to Funny as hell. I had to go join that. Funny as hell. Which, by the way, if you don't know, they have merch now at Avengers.com slash shop. Yes. Please go help our friends out and buy some of their merch and listen to their podcast also. Yes. So, let's talk about, let's talk about Michigan? No, that means your dad's calling and I'm not answering the phone because I'm in the middle of a podcast and I don't want to talk to this stupid little punk bitch. Let's talk about upcoming Dynamite in Chicago. Fine. Which you were told by your father you were going to, which isn't happening. I'm glad I'm not a liar. And when I tell you I'm taking you to Dynamite, we go. And even when I don't tell you I'm taking you to Dynamite, we go. I don't want to put my thoughts out there on the air. Just saying. So. But anyway, let's talk about these upcoming matches. We're going to have Ruby Soho versus Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose will get the win this time. She will get the win. I'm hoping she does it on her own with no interference from Vicky. But we'll probably see interference from Vicky. But if she doesn't, say Vicky does interrupt, I wouldn't mind seeing Sarah Logan come out to the ring and help out Ruby Soho. And if you don't know who Sarah Logan is, she was part of the Riot Squad with Ruby and Liv Morgan. Then, we have another great match. That being? Malachi Black and Brody King versus Pac and Penta El Zore. The returning Pac. Yes. And Penta. That's going to be a fun match. The House of Black will win. I'm excited for that match. I think it's going to be a really good match. I do think the House of Black is going to win, but... Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. But I love me some Penta. I need need Ray Phoenix to hurry him get better. Hear me out. Pat's going to turn on Penta during the match, and he's going to join the House of Black. Ooh. Or, if you... But they tried to get Pat to join the House of Black, and he refused. Or, if you really want to fuck with people, you have Penta join the House of Black. Yeah, but then what are you going to do with Phoenix when he comes back? Have him join the House of Black also. Hmm, interesting. Just throwing it out there. Yes, but I'm really excited for that match. I didn't think I would be that excited for that match. Because I've never been a Pac fan, even when he was in WWE. Oh, I love Neville. But I love me some Penta. I love me some Malachi Black. If you have not seen Malachi Black's interview with Brandon fucking Walker on... Uh, YouTube, you need to go check it out. Malachi Black is a very smart freaking individual. I need to. You need to. Like, he talks about shit that me as a college-educated person is like, what? <laughs> what the hell? And then, 
We get the greatest match ever! I don't know we were getting Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page again. No, Kenny's still hurt. Rumor has Seven. it he won't be back till March. Because he has the COVIDs. He has the COVID and he's rehabbing from that shoulder injury. Get better soon, Kenny. I need you back. Like I think now. he's gonna. Sh- I think he's gonna show up at Revolution and fuck over Hangman. I think he's gonna fuck over Lance Archer. I don't know, but anyway, we get PG Punk and the greatest wrestler of all time, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. When did Shawn Michaels join AEW? <laughs> you heard what I said. I am so excited for that match. Like, I better have extra underwear on standby. That's how I'm going to have to change my underwear. Don't need another. I bet I will have some good crotch shots of Maxwell in his gear that I can put as my avatar on Discord. (laughs) Please, no. No, 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 no. No. So, out of those three matches, out of those three matches for Dynamite, which one are you most excited about? The Penta match. I just don't think we're getting the MJF CM Punk match. If we do, I think it's going to be like a quick match. Either MJF's going to get a quick victory or Punk's going to get a quick victory to set it up for a bigger match at Revolution. Yeah. Or uh, MJF is distracting the ref and Sean Spears comes out and does something. Mm-hmm. But, is that all? Them are the only three matches they have announced so far. We'll get more. I don't know. Them three matches probably could take up the whole two hours and you slot in promos. And TK is a stickler about Tom. Yeah. He is a stickler about his Tom. Well, is there nothing else you have to add? Uh, Regarding... AEW Wrestling, it was fucking awesome this week. As always. Yes, but like it was over awesome this week. Well, it's AEW. Are you surprised? I was just like, what? Like, I literally, like, all during the week, what have I been doing? Going back and watching old Dynamites that I have on the DVR. Yeah. Because I've been having AEW withdrawals. Because I can't wait for Wednesdays and Fridays. <laughs> like, those are the highlights of my, my week. That's pathetic. Like, I have no fucking life. Well, between it, wrestling and fucking school, I have no fucking life. It's something that interests you. It's like, I can't wait till Wednesdays for uh, Boba Fett. And, yeah, I like Boba Fett and Peacemaker. Yeah. And, yeah, Wednesdays we also get AEW. And Fridays we get AEW. Yeah, but I'm like a 46-year-old woman that should have a career. And my career is watching Boba Fett, Peacemaker, and wrestling, and then talking about it on a podcast while I'm going to school to finish my degree. Okay, what's wrong with that? It ain't paying the bills. Not yet. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways. I do want to leave our good friends. On a uh, high note. That is. Anyways. We have proof. 
that you are a Maxwell fan now. I can edit that out. Thank you. No, you're not. No, you're not. (laughs) No, No, you're not. I won't. No, you're not. No, (laughs) you're not. So, look for our Patreon podcast to drop either late tonight or sometime tomorrow afternoon. Probably be late tonight. About the Royal Rumble? Fun as hell. Hopefully. And if you have not subscribed to our Patreon, please do. Patreon.com backslash the mid podcast. And we will see our regular listeners on Monday with Random Shit Monday. Yes. Your Nana was good this week while I was out with her. That's so fun. I know. <sighs> That's not fun at all. I know. I, I'm going to have to get her rolled up tomorrow at church. Uh-huh. So, I have nothing else to say. I think I've done talked myself to death. But, I mean, I could talk about that fine, fine man all day long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm-mm. I just need one shot with him in the bed just to see if he's as good as he looks. No. Anyways. Like, that would be the one man that could clean my cobwebs. Anyways. I think we're done. Yes. I think we're done. Because you know why we're done. Uh, because the Formula E race is on? No. Because you're mid, and you know it. What? We just talked about everything we needed to talk about for today. You're still a mid-producer, but I love you. Oh, goddamn. You're my favorite Brendan. Anyways, before we go, one last thing. Avengers.com slash shop. <laughs> go get some shirts, a sweatshirt, and a mug. And they help. currently have free shipping. Yes. And they ship to Canada, England, Poland. And I think that's it right now. Yes. For right now. And the continental U.S. Yes. Hopefully one day we can be as, as good as them. Hopefully. We do have our own shirts. Yeah, but we don't sell them. No, we don't. We just have them for us right now. Yes. We should make Bobby one, though. We should make Bobby one. we we'll have to look into that. we have to get Bobby's size and address and send him a shirt for being our first Patreon. Yeah, there you go. So, as we say on the mid-podcast, we're better than you, and you know it, and we are mid-out. Bye, people.